welcome to the Hold Nothing Back podcast. My mission with every episode is to relay information on training, nutrition, and mindset that I wish that I had when I first started my own fitness journey. If you do like the podcast, don't forget to leave a review and let me know on the Hold Nothing Back Instagram. Without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Whole Nothing Back podcast. Um, so today, I decided to do a little bit of a different episode. Um, I want to kind of add in some fun facts. There's this podcast that I listen to. It's Dr. G, and or it's, I think it's Healed Thyself by Dr. G, and he kind of just goes over like a knowledge bomb before he like goes into like the guest or like the main part of the episode, which I freaking love um, because it's like you get two really cool things in one in one episode. So I think that's what I'm gonna start doing, but we're gonna call it a fun fact. So. You know, the the main thing of this, the main part of this episode is going to be on how to train your discipline and how to get yourself to go to the gym and eat healthy consistency or consistently. But my fun fact for today is how to diet for your specific body type. This is something I found that's really interesting um, and that I actually learned from a couple of different mentors on how to diet for a specific body type. So, um, you know, there's going to be you know, everyone is a freaking unicorn. Everyone's going to be different. But I would say that there are three main body types. And that's something that, you know, you learn in NASM and any kind of like personal training certification. So there's, you know, an ectomorph, an endomorph, and a mesomorph. So mesomorph is going to be kind of in the middle of the ecto and the endomorph. An ectomorph is going to be someone who is like tall, lean, has a hard time putting on weight. Um, And then an endomorph is going to be someone who is you know, a little bit thicker, um, and they just, they have a hard time kind of losing weight. So you can always, you know, shift in between these types of body types, depending on where you are in your life stage. I know for me, I definitely started out my journey when I was like 10, 12, 13 years old, and I was a endomorph. Um, but throughout the years, I've kind of turned myself into more of a mesomorph, um, someone that's able to, you know, kind of balance the two, the best of both worlds, um, and gaining muscle and, and not being able to be too lean, but also not being too, or having too much body fat. Anyways, with that being said, so something that I like to do with my clients when I find out what kind of body type they are is I like to have specific macronutrient ratios to give them. Um, So, you know, macronutrient ratios, if you don't know, um, you can listen to, I think it was, it was one of my episodes, it was on how to track macros, Um, but it's going to be your protein, carbs, and fat. So for an ectomorph, what I would say is 30% protein intake. 50% carb intake, and then 20% fat intake. So that's going to be higher carb and lower fat. Um, I definitely find that ectomorphs process carbs a lot better than someone who is an endomorph. Um, So that's where you would want to do the higher carb there. Um, Now for a endomorph, that would be 50% protein, 20% carb, and 30% fat. That is because endomorphs typically um, have a hard time processing carbs, um, and they're a bit more insulin resistant. So, you know, a simple term for that or something that you can check to to see um, or an indicator of where where you might be in terms of insulin sensitivity and insulin resistance is you can always check your blood glucose, um, or you can do blood work to to get a more conclusive answer, and you can check something like your uh, insulin, fasted insulin levels. well, that's a whole nother podcast. So this is a fun fact. We're not going to get too much into it. Um, and then lastly, for the mesomorph, they're going to be kind of balanced um, in between those two ratios. So they're going to be about 40% protein, 40% carb, and 20% fat. 
Um, now, there's always going to be exceptions for that, but I think that those are really good guidelines for, you know, dieting for your body type. Um, but with that being said, that was my little fun fact for the day. Let me know if you guys like that little segment because I will do more of those, especially with, you know, I, I feel like I learn something new every day and there's so much to learn out there. So I can definitely add those in. But now to our main topic, which is going to be training your discipline. How do we build discipline and how do we make sure that we're being consistent in the gym and with our nutrition? So let's start with the textbook definition of discipline. So I'm literally reading this off of um, a dictionary. So <laughs> discipline is a noun is the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct the disobedience. So, you know, we probably see discipline when we're younger um, with our parents disciplining us. Um, and that's kind of our definition, but, you know, as an adult, that's where the definition kind of changes because you're not going to be really punishing yourself. Um, you kind of just have to hold yourself accountable with the discipline. Um, and I think a lot of people, you know, one of the misconceptions with discipline is the differentiation between discipline and motivation. Um, a lot of people ask me like, how are you motivated to go to the gym? Truth is I'm not motivated. I actually have a love hate relationship with the gym right now, just because, um, with the health issues that I'm dealing with that I've mentioned on my Instagram and I think on the podcast a couple of times, it doesn't make it fun to go to the gym. I don't really get a pump right now. I'm not really gaining strength. It's kind of just like Groundhog Day where I wake up, I do the same workout, and I don't really make any progress, which is a little bit frustrating. Um, but that's where my discipline has to come in because, you know, I don't want to just say, F it, I'm just going to give up working out altogether because that's when I'm going to lose the progress that I have made. Um and that's where discipline really has to come in and, and say, no, we have goals. It's okay that you're not feeling great right now, but you know, I have these goals and I want to make sure that I'm going to the gym and I make it that habit. Um, and so some way that you can look at this is, you know, motivation is what's going to get you into the door. Um, but discipline is what's going to keep you coming back. So motivation is something where, you know, if you, if you like doing something, you're going to be motivated to do it. For example, like, on leg day, I really love getting a quad pump. I, again, I just, I guess I kind of just contradicted myself, but normally, you know, I would love getting a quad pump. So I'm going to be motivated as hell to go to the gym. I'm going to get butterflies the night before because I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to kill this leg day. Um, and that's where motivation comes in. Or, you know, I'm motivated to, to learn things. For example, right now I am finishing my bachelor's degree in business. So business isn't something that interests me and it, I find it really hard to study for things and, you know, take these classes for school because I just don't really care about it. And that's where my discipline has to come in to be like, no, you have to graduate. This is something you have to do. And I have to keep doing my homework. Now, when it comes to something like reading a study about like glute training or hip thrust, oh my gosh, I'm all for it. And that's where I don't really need discipline. Um, and my motivation kind of takes over for that. So unfortunately, we're not going to be motivated to, to do everything. As you can kind of tell from what I just said, there's things that we have to do that you're just not going to be motivated to do it. So in order to be a successful functioning adult, um, we have to, to gain discipline. And I think that that's something that you kind of learn throughout the years, um, unless you just, you know, you never really grew up with discipline and that's something that's really hard for you to learn. But discipline is so important. And as you know, becoming an adult, because I'm only 21 right now, you know, I look back when I was like 15 years old, and trying to, to be disciplined for me was trying to go to bed at the right time, or, you know, trying to floss my teeth. <laughs> because I, you know, even brushing my teeth is like, 
like hard for me because you know you're tired and you want to go to bed. I I promise though, I do brush my teeth twice a day, if not three times a day. But it's just little things like that where you know discipline kind of changes throughout the year as you change through seasons of life and and you have more responsibilities. And in order to be successful, as I was saying, you have to make sure that you um, put these rules in place for yourself and that you train. Like I say, like kind of like to think of it as like a discipline muscle like any other muscle that you would train. So as you train your discipline and you get better at that, you're going to be more successful at all aspects of your life. Um, and it doesn't really become so much as a chore um, to get the things done that you need to get done because it just be kind of, you know, it becomes a habit. So with that being said, and we kind of, you know, differentiated between what is discipline, what is motivation. So how do we increase discipline? So this is mostly, you know, anecdotes um, that I've seen with myself and with my clients, but something that I kind of already touched on is just train it like it's any other muscle. So you're going to want to start small. You know, if you're, if you just got into the gym, you're not going to, your goal is not going to be to squat 225 pounds. It's going to be to squat the bar. It's going to be to learn the fundamentals of it, to train your body to, to get to that point that you want to be at. So Definitely start small with the goals and there's going to be a snowball effect to that. So, um, for example, like I said, start with like making sure that you floss your teeth and making sure that you accomplish that small goal. And that's going to build the self-efficacy to want to, to be like, okay, I feel good about myself. I'm doing the things that I say I'm going to do. I can do this. And it's almost like you can think of it almost as like a game in a way to better yourself. Um, for example, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just crazy, but there's certain things that I do that I do just because they're hard for myself and because I want that challenge. Um, and so, yeah, so, so definitely think of it as like a game and think of it as a way to always improve um, and start small and you know, with, with something as a gym, something I can give an example for, for the gym is to, you know, cross off things as you go. So I always have a to-do list and I write down the things that I have to do throughout the day. Obviously that's what a to-do list is for Sedona. Um, but you know, as I cross things off, it feels so good and it feels so accomplished. So once you work your way up to going to the gym, let's say you have a goal of going to the gym three times a week, cross off on your calendar every single time that you do that and like give yourself like a sticker, give yourself some type of reward so that your body's like, oh, okay, I did the thing that I was supposed to do and now I'm going to get rewarded, you know, and it feels really great when you do that. And it, I think the best feeling for me, um, and you know, the reason why I've been able to take so many risks in my business is because I know that I can trust myself. I know that when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to freaking do it and I'm going to do it 10 times what I said that I'm going to do. Um, and that's just the best feeling because now I'm going on a tangent, but I guess an anecdote I can give you guys is, you know, when I hired a business coach, so I actually spent over $5,000 on a business coach. And this was when my business wasn't really doing too hot. Um, I wasn't even making, I was making maybe a grand a month. Um, so did I have the money to spend on a business coach? No, but when I say I'm going to do something, I know that I'm going to do it. So I know that you know, I did the math and I had to take 10 calls a week in order to get to the place that I wanted to be, to be able to pay off my business coaching. Not only that, but to also thrive as a business owner. Um, and I know that I had the discipline, so it was easy for me to be like, yes, I'm going to do this. Even though I don't have the money right now, I can trust myself that I'm going to make that money. I'm going to make these things happen. And, you know, 
that's what that's what happened. I was able to to make the money to pay that off. So so I guess you know what I'm saying is start small and you're gonna build that self-efficacy so that you're able to make these big um, goals for yourself. So now something that is very specific to the gym is actually you can have someone to hold you accountable. So I am not a fan of training with people just because I have a really hard time focusing when there's people in front of me because I don't know, I just, I don't know. I, I guess that's something I should figure out. I really don't know why, <laughs> but you know, I just don't like uh, working out with people because like I said, I just, I just can't really get focused. But if you're someone that is new to the gym and say you have anxiety around the gym or you don't really know what to do, you can totally ask a friend um, or you can hire a coach, but you can always ask a friend to go with you and that will really help you hold yourself accountable because you have that person to report back to um, and that person can also help motivate you to go into the gym and again, get your foot in the door with going to the gym and then once you get into that pattern, um, you're going to be able to build discipline around it because you have those habits of, of going with someone and they kind of break that seal of being nervous to go by yourself. Um, but, you know, and and also if you were to hire a coach, not only is a coach going to hire or going to hold you accountable, but paying for a coach is kind of using money as an incentive to build your discipline. Because if you're paying someone a couple hundred bucks a month, um, which, you know, a couple hundred bucks a month is something that is necessary in order to hire a good coach. If a coach is free, it's probably not going to be a great coach. You know, there's always exceptions. Um, but having money as an incentive to make sure that you get your butt to the gym is something that's huge because you're not going to waste money. And you want to be able to use that coach as someone that will give you that that mental support, but also someone that's going to be like, all right, well, <laughs> you're what are you paying me for if you're not going to be able to go to the gym? So that is huge. And that's something I see with a lot of my clients. You know, some people just hire me because they want someone to report back to um, and it really helps them. So definitely look into hiring a coach um, and just a shameless plug here if you are interested you can either message me on Instagram or you can head to www.holdnothingback.net. Um, but with that said, um, another really great thing specific to the gym to build your discipline is to remind yourself why you're going there in the first place. So something for me, I mean, every single goal is going to be different. Um, but for me, I'm going to the gym because I have physique goals and I've always wanted to compete in wellness. And that's going to be a lot of years, especially as a natural athlete trying to build my legs. And so I know that going to the gym is the only place that I'm going to get to that goal. So that's something that is huge to me that I have to remind myself about. And I also remind myself that when I don't go to the gym, I don't feel good about myself. And, you know, there's a fine line between being obsessed with the gym and only feeling, you know, like you're worth something when you do go to the gym. Um, but also like, I just, I just don't feel my best. I don't feel like I'm strong. I don't feel confident. So I know those feelings and I know the feelings of missing out on the gym. And that's something that I just want to avoid. So remind yourself why you go to the gym and how you feel when you don't go to the gym, because you know, a lot of the times with my clients, they'll tell me, Oh, I didn't go to the gym today. I feel horrible. And it's like, okay, well, muster in that feeling, feel that feeling, and then decide, you know, I don't want to feel like this. So I'm going to make sure that I go to the gym the next day. And even, you know, you can even write a note to yourself on your fridge, put it on your fridge. Hey, I didn't go to the gym yesterday. And this is what I felt. I felt sad. I felt like I was lazy. I felt like I lost my discipline. 
And then remind yourself of the way that you feel when you don't go to the gym. And then that's going to help you really go. And you can even make a, a pros and cons list for yourself of, okay, these are the great things of the gym. These are the negative things of the gym. Are there going to be a lot of negatives? Probably not. So that's where um, making a list for yourself could be really helpful. Something else that is really helpful that I have talked about probably a million times on my Instagram and probably on this podcast as well is just building a routine because building routine is going to help you build habits and habits kind of just coincide with with discipline because when you have those habits, it makes it really easy to be disciplined um, around those things. So something that was really interesting was actually a study. I don't remember exactly what the study was. Um, and again, I should probably do my homework next time I bring up studies. But basically, they took two people. So let's let's say, for example, these two people, one group ate like, quote unquote, clean or maybe like a paleo diet um, seven days out of the week or six days out of the week. Let's say six days out of the week. Um, and then the other group um, ate healthy or, quote unquote, healthy, clean maybe like three, four times out of the week. It wasn't really a habit for them. They kind of ate healthy sporadically. So now let's say both of these groups got really stressed out. It was like finals week or something. And so they're they're high stress. So these groups, so the group that that was on paleo for six days of the week, when they're stressed, they're going to fall back on those habits. So they're actually going to be eating healthy seven days of the week now because, again, when you're stressed, you fall back on habits. Now the other group that was kind of wishy-washy with their eating, they're actually going to not eat healthy at all for that week. Um, and so that's where building those habits is going to be really important, especially if you have a very stressful life. Um, so habits and routine are so, so vital, um, for making sure that you're getting the stuff done that you need to get done. Um, and I guess actually, so the last thing I'll, I'll really talk about is finding something that motivates you because we had talked about in the beginning, motivation is something that gets you in the door, but discipline is something that will keep you coming back. So how do we even get our foot in the door? Um, and that's where you kind of have to find something that motivates you. So specifically to the gym, um, you know, I see a lot of people, a lot of females that I follow, they're all bodybuilders and they have these amazing bodies. And luckily I do like bodybuilding, but it could be pressuring to feel like I have to be a bodybuilder in the gym. But truth is, is there's so many different facets of health and fitness and there's so many different ways that you can do things because the goal of health and fitness, unless you are, like I said, a bodybuilder and you have these certain physique goals, the other goal is to just feel healthy and to live your best life and to make the best you out of you. So it doesn't have to be bodybuilding. I have clients that do CrossFit. I have another one that does powerlifting. And it's kind of like find what works best for you and don't feel pressured to do something just because someone else is doing it. Um, and so, you know, with that being said, I think that that is a good way to end this podcast. Um, and if you guys did like it, if you guys like the fun fact at the beginning, make sure to leave a review. Um, and again, once I get to 50 reviews, I will be giving away a free month of coaching. So just make sure that you tag your Instagram handle as well. So I know where to contact you. Um, but that being said, have a great day, you guys. And I hope to, to see you back on the podcast soon. this episode make sure to leave a review and share to social media and if you are interested in hiring me as your coach head to www.holdnothingback.net to apply